Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. So Dave, you have not met Joyce. No. She came to St. John, in fact, and uh, was involved with that event at Picaroons that we had, oh, the Be Relevant yeah. Talks. And cool. uh, so Joyce is uh, has become a good friend of mine, and she is from B-Lab. Um, we talk about B-Corps and B-Lab so much on this podcast, and not yet have we had uh, anybody from the official B-Lab organization. And Joyce is it, and she takes care of all the Canadian interests of B-Corps. And uh, Joyce, mm-hmm. why don't you uh, introduce yourself to Dave? and to our listeners. Sure. Um, so how much of B Corp should I talk about? Like, is it, would it's you a, like a, more it's intro? It's a, well, it's, a well known, it's a well-known topic. We're, we're like to jump into how you fit into it. Yeah. yeah we, sure. And, and D- D- Dave has heard about B Corp at nauseum now, so. Okay. <laughs> to, uh, I'm the to the point where I, I, person I, I, to be on this podcast. No, no, we want to hear, we want to hear more. It just, <laughs> as everyone has their own perspective and it's been awesome. And, and, and Greg will in a few minutes say, so where are you at Dave with your um, assessment of, you know, my company and uh, I'm, I'm still, uh, he'll be a B Corp del- soon. I'm Joyce. delinquent. I'm delinquent Joyce. So, t- so tell us a little bit, cause you got this really interesting yes. background of being a, you know, a chartered accountant, um, you consumer market, what's that auditor and consumer markets. And, uh, yeah. and there's, you, share, you shared some pri- like some personal information, which is uh, a proud mom of a two-year-old who's sure. learning to swim here. So that's so, <laughs> so all that. Can you wrap all that into kind of how B-Labs and how this all works? Yeah, definitely. So, I, I mean, my story, my journey was that I went through business school and I thought that I actually really didn't know what I wanted to do. But because I was in business school, I kind of fell into accounting. Uh, my parents were accountants and I vowed to never go into accounting, but somehow, you know, it worked out that way. And in my fourth year, uh, working at KPMG as an auditor, I knew pretty clearly that it wasn't something that I wanted to do, but I didn't have any idea um, what it was I wanted to do. And with some really good mentors and performance counselors, I was able to maintain working there and realizing that my time there wasn't uh, a waste, that um, the leadership skills that I had working with clients was something that I could use to apply going forward. Uh, every year I told my performance counselor, like, this is my last year, I'm done, but I, I kept coming back. I was there for eight years. Um, and so in my seventh year, uh, I ended up getting married and we were able to take a year off to do some traveling. Uh, so I took about nine months off with my partner and we just went through Asia and Africa and South America and Europe and learned about uh, social enterprise and what people were doing and had a chance to observe from a different lens. And and when I came home, realized that it was something I wanted to do uh, with my career. Can, can, I, so can, can I ask a quick to, question yeah. about that? Yeah. So, did you, so you you went with the intent of like, you know, visiting and, and looking, you know, like you had this in mind or you just went and traveled and started just coming across, um, you know, organizations doing, you know, sustainable things? No, in fact, it wasn't an intent. It was just the intent was really to take a year off and take a sabbatical uh, and just spend some time 
um, just exploring the world and resting and not really knowing, not really coming out with a purpose of what I wanted to come out with it. Uh, it's kind of an interesting thing. You know, I come from a faith background and um, we had been learning about this thing called a Sabbath year. Basically that, you know, the idea was that people would take a year off after seven years of working and not do any work and just like party and celebrate and share in their extra surplus. Uh, and so we thought, how cool would it be for us to try that, right? And so we didn't own a home. We didn't own anything. Uh, and we just found people that lived across the country, oh, well, across the world that we weren't even like super close friends with, but were acquaintances and said, hey, like we're going to be, in, we might be in your neck of the woods. Like, what do you think if we hung out? And they, everybody said, stay with us. We'll show you around. And we actually plotted our trip around the world with that as our strategy. Um, and that just let us experience worlds through people's different eyes. And it just so happened that we volunteered with an organization that connected us with South American entrepreneurs that tended to be in the social entrepreneurship side. And we learned a lot about what they were doing uh, and what that looked like. And that really sold me. And then when I came back, I said, this is something I really have to get involved in. That is cool. So That's you, amazing. yeah, so you let that be your guide. You, you didn't. You just inspired me, Joyce. Joyce, I already knew this story, but um, that the, I, I'm just trying to think like how busy we are in life doing our things, you know, and like taking a year off. Just a, f- it's a, it's almost like that gap year between high school and university where people travel. It's so important, yeah. and like. What about mid-career? That's and that's not that you were mid-career, but like seven years in, that's that's it's yeah. time. But that concept of a sabbatical and really need. And by the way, our our podcast we go all over the place. There's no really uh, intentional <laughs> yeah. subject I think, matter. I think uh, I think she knows that. Yeah, she knows that. Um, <laughs> the the sabbatical, like when I'm even thinking about the word sabbat or sabbatical, there's definitely old uh, old biblical reference to the Sabbath, right? Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. never even thought of that because you mentioned your your faith background, but yeah, sabbatical. Right. What 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 did you learn from old uh, Hebrew, uh, you know, Old Testament practices about what a, a sabbatical really is. Yeah, well, I mean, it really was this idea that we needed to take time to rest. And there's a lot of, I think one of the things that really came out of this year that I recognized was that, um, you know, we have a lot of commitments and obligations that we're a part of. And you're always like, if I don't fulfill this obligation, if I don't fulfill this commitment, someone's going to be really disappointed and the world's going to end and everybody needs me. That could be my personal issue that I'm dealing with. But uh, going away for a year and leaving all those obligations behind, you realize quickly how fine the world is off without you and that um, there, everything is moving fine and really people don't need you and your worth doesn't need to be tied up in, in the work that you do or the achievements that you're trying to make uh, and that there's just something really liberating about, about knowing that um, and so knowing that you don't have to really go crazy in order to achieve the things that you want to achieve because, you know, you're still valuable. You're still of worth. I think you should add motivational speaker to your list. Yeah, totally. <laughs> she's, I'm, I'm she's being serious. She I'm being, I'm being serious because I'm like, I'm sitting back and I'm like, I, I got to take a sabbatical. <laughs> like, like she's, you're so right. Can we Joyce. do it together, Dave? <laughs> yes, we could. We'll do a bowling point sabbatical. <laughs> but you know, you and you said another thing. You said rest, and then you said party, and then I thought that's a good combination. Yeah. Yeah. And celebrate, I think, is what you said. You know, there's another thing that we I, we had been thinking about was like this idea of the Sabbath year was that the whole country or the whole, you know, the community was supposed to take that year off. And if everybody actually did that, we wouldn't have to worry about this inequity 
in terms of people getting too far ahead because if everyone took a break off of working for one year, you weren't focused on accumulating, but you were focused on sharing and focused on kind of like whatever surpluses people could kind of catch up, you know, during that one year. And like, I just, there's just something really beautiful about that picture. I don't, I mean, whether it, it could be done, but it's just something great about people just um, finding a way to just spend that year and not be so focused on trying to get ahead. I, but you know, uh, if, and the time. I know this wasn't your intent, but I'm guessing just by what you're describing, that in the trajectory of your career, you actually probably jumped way ahead, like um, um, figuratively, I guess, not not in terms of tangible, like you know, wealth accumulation or anything like that, by taking that year off. Would you Would you agree with that? I mean, just based on what you're describing, oh, it sounds yeah. like it. So in a way, it did work to you it, know exactly uh, yeah. the way you were hoping it would work. Guys, I like you're holding me accountable now because now it's just, I've actually worked another seven years. <laughs> okay. So we can, we can, can we, yeah. can we track, can will you call in on your sabbatical, yeah. your, your second sabbatical? Well, yeah. Well, I don't know when that's going to happen. So that's another thing. Like we want, like my husband and I were just talking about it this year. Like I'd love to do it for another year, but now things are a little different. We've got a two year old. Um, we'd well, like you, to expand the family okay, sometimes. This can't be part of your motivational speech. <laughs> no, <laughs> you stop, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. now you're now you're living our yeah, life. We don't yeah, want to yeah, hear yeah. that. Dave and I are like, oh yeah, well, forget it. There's well, no way we. Joy's can't not do doing it. If she can't do it, then uh, we well, can't. Well, I do wanted it. to make myself as accessible and real as possible. So I you know, like, I'm not, I'm not I'm not going to try to put myself on this. No, great no, that's no, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, okay, go so ahead. no, so I mean, I know Greg. Where you're going? to I mean, where, so how did so this t- this led you? Because like, there's a couple things that I mean are really interesting. So before you got. In, in the B Corp movement or maybe as you, I, I'm reading a little bit with Mars and I'm, I have some familiarity um, maybe the list and the listeners may not I don't know if Greg well, does it's, uh, the, the listeners are probably referencing the planet uh, at this point so. right. M-A-R-R-S I believe <laughs> right that one yes. so that's the one Joyce can tell us about <laughs> So I'm, I, you guys, I guess just cut off for a second. Can you repeat that question? Uh, we were just saying that uh, Mars is one of the planets in our uh, solar system. Oh. <laughs> we're, and we're it just is. wondering how it that, is. how that, the one that's in Toronto, I think, is, fits into this. Yes. So it's really interesting because when I came back, um, I was, I was still back in my old firm and said, this is what I want to do, but I don't even know where to start. I don't even know what hap- what's happening in Toronto. I need to get plugged in. And I volunteered with this organization called Social Venture Partners Toronto, which um, is, they have a very venture philanthropy model where they look at charities that they feel have a really great potential for high growth and scale. And then um, professionals volunteer to help help them meet those goals, whether it's like marketing help or finance help or advertising, all that kind of stuff. Was is a volunteer organization that I ended up spending some time with and got connected to some very like-minded people um, that knew, you know, were in the space that knew what was going on, and they connected me to, to Mars. And so Mars at that time was just launching the Center for Impact Investing uh, and focused on social finance. So, you know, impact investing is investing beyond financial return, but yeah. um, for social and environmental return as well. And it was just starting, and they had just discovered B Corp, and B Corp was very new in Canada, and they wanted to find a way to um, partner with B Lab to bring it uh, to Ontario. And, you know, it's just perfect timing at that time. I was looking for this job, and I got connected, and then I was able to really kind of just land that dream job. Uh, so I was really lucky to, you know, it's funny how things work, right, in terms of me being ready for that um, and it just having a chance to open up at that time. 
Um, and then uh, since then, B-Lab has kind of grown their scope of wanting to ensure that all of Canada was really focused in Mars, is really focused on Ontario. And so they decided to bring B-Lab Canada in-house um, and bring full supports around it. And so I was hired about a year and a half ago um, to lead that. And that's where we meet. We meet. Uh, that's where we get. That's yeah. Right. And, and that brings uh, us to today. And I think, uh, Joyce, I met you on a bus driving over that, uh, the bridge. What was that bridge called between Washington? It was, oh. The Bridge oh, of the like Gods? Bridge, something, heaven, Gates to Heaven or something like that. Something or? really A lot of awesome. people meet Greg, yeah. Greg on Highway to the Gods. Highway I don't know. of the Gods, Bridge to the Gods, Bridge to Heaven, Stairway yeah. to Heaven, one of those things. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we were on a bus uh, for the Champions Retreat, and that's the first time I actually had uh, dialogue words with you, Joyce, and uh, um, I fell in friendship love with you ever since at that point. So, oh, uh, that's very lovely. And, <laughs> and, um, Greg. <laughs> go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, like, um, my time in the East Coast was was made much better because I had Greg as a personal chauffeur everywhere. That's a good, and, that's uh, a good experience, like, isn't it? That's an amazing experience, it, isn't it? And I get, to see, I get to see the East Coast from Greg's eyes yeah. and Greg's lens, which is, like, complete love. So yeah. it was very lovely yeah, to be able to there's, do that. Lo- there's lots of love dripping. Uh, in fact, last <laughs> night, last night at Picaroons, uh, the same place that you were, we had another event yes. last night where... Uh, our la- our latest documentary for CBC called City on Fire. Not sure if you've seen it yet. Mm. If not, I'll send it to you. Not yet, but I'd love to. Well, Pickaroons made a beer called City on Fire. I saw that. And, Look at and that. And we, we, we pulled a bunch of people together last night who love our city, and we drank beer. And Dave, what, you, you didn't see it on Facebook? Where were you last night? No, see, you're in you know, Halifax, no you? invite, no invite. But anyways, that sounds awesome. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, we didn't invite anybody. We just, we just put it on Facebook. It's like, you know, anyway, Five, Dave. 500 of your closest yeah. friends. All, all that to say, yes, I'm glad I'm glad I was able to share the East Coast with you, Joyce. Um, let's, let's shift gears into the fact that B, the B Corp movement is expanding into, like, heavily into Canada. Um, and this particular podcast um, is going to be released in a few weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Are we allowed to talk about the special news that's coming up, or is this? Uh, you know what? I don't know that it'll be. It'll be then. I okay, don't know that we'll be able to. Let's talk have about another then. conversation we'll just... on the boiling point uh, when that yes. thing is to be yes, spoken about. Yeah, I'd love okay, to do that. Let's pretend we didn't even is it, say is that. It the announcement of okay. Joyce's sabbatical. That's right. Second? That's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So cats out of the bag. So Joyce, why don't we use this as a, as a time for you to really set the platform? We have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to our podcast. Um, yeah. By nature, just because of the bubble I live in, we've been bringing a lot of B Corps onto this podcast. Uh, yeah. Dave brings lots of hockey players. I bring a lot of B Corps and Grateful Dead fans. <laughs> and um, why don't you, from your perspective, give us the pitch? You know, we we, we want our listeners to understand more about what. We could do uh, as businesses for the better, better and, and, of the world. And maybe the ones that are on, like me, that are sitting on the edges going, of course I should do that. You know, and it's right. just like we need to be tipped over. We need to be pushed. Sure. Before I do that, I do want to tell Dave that I'm taking my first hockey lesson tonight. Oh, so wow. soon I will be I will be hitting the perfect uh, oh, circle nice. between you both. Are, are, are you a dead fan, though, Joyce? Am I a what fan? Grateful Dead fan. No, I'm not. Okay, perfect. Well, you're, you're perfect. You're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> Either am I. I'm going to send you the playlist. Okay. 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 Sorry. So the the pitch or the story for the B Corporation basically is the idea that um, business is one of the most powerful tools that men's men have humans have created, uh, and that it has a real opportunity to create a positive 
social and environmental change. And um, I think for the most part, we've always been focused on nonprofit and government to be able to deliver that social impact, but um, business can do a really great job in doing that. And how do we capture that? And how do we um, capture the spirit that's already existed? So B Corps have been around for about 10 years. It's like a certification like fair trade uh, or organic, except it looks like the whole practices of a business as opposed to one product or one process. And what I really love about it is that it attacks it from different angles. So, you know, how do you treat your employees? It looks at, are they being paid a living wage? Um, What's the pay differential between your highest paid employee and your lowest paid employee? It looks at the community aspect. Uh, Are you able to donate some portion of your time or maybe it's uh, donating um, dollars or services and products? Then it looks at diversity around the your board or you know your staff. Does it reflect the diversity of your own neighborhood and community? Uh, the environmental piece relates to your facilities. Um, looks at your footprint or maybe policies that you have around recycling. And and then the last piece is on governance, which is normally really boring, um, but it's really important because oftentimes businesses have great ideas and it's normally management or a leader that has this great idea. But if they end up leaving. Um, how do you ensure that those ideas get embedded into the, the long-term vision of a business? Cool. Um, yeah. So part of the DNA, I never, you know what, that's a, that's a, that's a really, that's a new piece for me, I guess. I never really, I mean, I'm sure it brought up, but, but I like how you brought that up. The, the discrepancy between lowest and highest paid, what if the lowest paid's the founder of the company? Like I'm thinking of myself here. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <too>. So, <laughs> what can we do? Startup. Go to sabbatical. Doing amazing. Okay? <laughs> like for startups or for tech companies, is normally not a big deal. Uh, and the interesting thing about the assessment is that it's like pretty comprehensive. So it goes through all different best practices. And so some things may not really be that applicable to you. But when you think about a company like a fast food chain, for example. Uh, where it's like lower wage, um, entry-level jobs, that differential is normally quite high. Um, And so the Mm -hmm. cool thing about the assessment is that it's supposed to take into account all businesses. So if you were a a sole proprietor and you worked out of your house, you could still get credit for the environmental impact because we would look at your house as a facility. So do you have efficient, you know, light bulbs or do you recycle in your home? Or Are there different things that you can do individually that can have and contribute an impact um, to what's happening around us? That's cool. Like so, that's it's, it's kind of neat too because at Dave's Dave's office at his home, he's got a uh, 1982 Sea Dew uh, <laughs> that he, he, he. It's really environmentally friendly. It's just like black smoke comes out of it. Diesel or something. <laughs> oh jeez, I've got to have, I've got to, All your dirty laundry oh, is now being God, aired. That's hilarious. I, I do have an old Sea Dew, <laughs> so uh, but it's not part of the company. Yeah, it has nothing to do with that. We oh, yeah. um, so no, that's a really good. Describe it. So, so, and people, and, and and a lot of people would know this, but for those that are just going, my God, I love how Joyce describes that. And they were thinking, and ideally they're thinking, I should go on right now and do something about it because if I think about it and don't do something, it's just going to never going to happen. So, where would they go right at this moment to learn more and to maybe even start the, the, the process of doing the assessment? Yes. So, you could go to bcorporation.net to learn more. Um, but if you wanted to get started right away and you're geared up for it, then I would say the beimpactassessment.net. 
Um, and that gets you onto the impact assessment. The one thing that I think is really important to note is that it that, that questionnaire that I talked about, it's about 180 questions. So there's a lot to go through, but it's completely free to engage in. So like if you don't want to certify, you don't want to necessarily go through all the verification process, you could still do the assessment, the survey, and actually get a benchmark of where you stand. And how long would it take uh, and, someone to do? Like what, what, what time commitment are they looking at? Right. So I would say if you do what I tell you to do, it'll be done in two hours. And my um, piece of advice or instruction is to use your best guess. Oftentimes, most business owners, most entrepreneurs are like, I need it to be perfect. It has to be accurate. It has to be right. And that bogs people down. It takes them forever to do it. Do you know what? That's, That's like you and I in this podcast, Greg. We just want it to be perfect all the time. Exactly. Sometimes we get bogged down in that. So we just look for the perfect guest. Like Joyce. That's your downfall, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Before you, I'm going to ask one last question. And I'm going to leave put it to Greg. But what gave you the awesome idea to pick up hockey? I mean, good for you. Okay, so uh, it's really interesting. It's I've been playing. Um, so my husband plays, and we had With when all I used good to Canadian live. Men um, do. Yes, <laughs> yes, but. In the, this is interesting. So in the East End, where I used to live, there um, are a few ice rink parks that are outdoor. Yeah. But if you don't grow up playing hockey, then it's really hard to engage in pickup because the, the level is so much higher. Indeed. It's not like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But we were able to find this one rink that was kind of out of the way that um, at around 10 o'clock, the light, they kept the lights on. But at 10 o'clock, all the people that were considered the, you know, non-grown-up in Canada kind of hockey players would come out uh, because everyone else has gone to sleep at a reasonable hour. And the lights would stay on until about 1130. And we would just play pickup with everybody. Sure. And it was so much fun. I really loved it. But I was not, you know, I can't stop and I can't skate backwards. So I had to live some issues. But still, it, we, we one of the most fun times. This was pre-daughter. And um, so then I have a skating rink so close to my house within walking distance and they have a women's league, a 35 plus. Um, so with, with, with skill that I do not have, I can make it up for some youth, I guess. <laughs> of the, I'm at the lower end of that. Yeah. And um, they had opened up an 18 plus women's league as well. And then I was told that that had decreased the amount of people signing up for the 35, which made no sense to me because I was like, why would you choose to go into the lower end? But um, what the organizer told me was that a lot of women wanted to play with their daughters. So these were like older women that were also playing with their adult daughters in the league. And that was just a really cool thing that I really wanted to be a part of. And so I said, you know what, I got to sign up for hockey lessons. This is in the same community center. And so that when my daughter starts playing, then we can play together Joyce, in 18 years. You are, yeah. you blow my mind. That you are is amazing. <laughs> oh, jeez, a model, a model parent. Uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm very lucky because like the lessons are, you know, walking distance, and they're at 8:30 at night, so I can put the daughter to sleep, and then I can go. Right, yeah. like and it's then, like just ideal. Okay, and so now I'm picturing the perfect sabbatical. Okay, so all across <laughs> Northern Europe into Russia, you can continue to play hockey. It'll be all yes. good. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you for sharing that. I know Greg wants to, uh, over to you to wrap things up. Very nice, Joyce, meeting you. Yeah. So, Joyce, great, we're, we're great. Coming, coming to the end, and um, uh, we're sorry for not being totally 100% focused on uh, B Corp Canada, but... No, um, I think that's cool. I, we like to spaghetti play, spaghetti our, ourselves around. Um Joyce, let us know how to stay in touch with you and B Lab 
um, for those listeners who want to just continue being part of the conversation, even certain hashtags or anything else that uh, keeps people connected? Yes. So let's start with Twitter. I mean, there's two Twitter handles. One is the kind of the B-Lab North America one is it's the at B Corporation. Uh, and the B-Lab Canada one is at B Corp Canada. Um, and then I think like there's there's so many ways to stay connected with what's happening. The bcorporation.net website is great, but also um, bethechange.com is also a really good um, way to stay connected with B Media. And just they do a really good job of telling stories of B Corps, just like you guys do. Uh, that's really good. And also on Twitter, I, I believe the hashtag B the change. No B E, just B the change. Yes, yeah, sorry. I the, think also yeah, that's our uh, brand new thing. Yeah, get, gets a fair bit of uh, tagging. Well, listen, thank you so much, Joyce. Really do appreciate it. And at that wink, wink, special time that we could talk more, uh, let us know. We'd love to get you back on. Yeah, I'll be all over that. Don't worry. And that wink, wink is a sabbatical, by the way. I, I yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Joyce. <laughs> thanks so much. See you, Joyce. Good all luck, right, guys. Good luck with the hockey pleasure. tonight. Thanks. I'll let you know how it goes. Bye. See ya. See ya. Take care. That was really nice of you, Dave, to say all Canadian men must play <laughs> hockey. I don't know what you're trying to say there. Um, no, I, just, I just looked across <laughs> and Joyce went, yeah. And, oh, I just had fun. Do you know, do you know what I had that's in my head? good for her, man. Like, that's you know, awesome. I know. That's it's, awesome. She's a pretty awesome, for, well, she's a hugely but, amazing human being. Um, every, I, every Canadian should probably play an instrument too, right? No, I was going to say. Because that would be. Every Canadian I, I don't. should take a crappy sea dew in the middle of the river and let it sink. With, with their with with one of their children on the back and destroy no this, I swam in it I destroyed his cell phone my cell phone oh that's a whole if, uh, did we tell that story on no, this no oh, but well, I just did <laughs> we'll have to at some point Greg uh, let's not have so much fun okay in the okay. future let's get I need more some serious pe- did you eat lunch today at no, all no I think I, I think I smelled pizza oh wait no no we we were small uh, pizza for two more weeks away oh, oh right, shoot alright okay um, no this, one week one, oh one no week. no Oh, yeah. Yeah, in two weeks, we're going to have a a wood-fired pizza oven delivered Mm. to our Boiling Point studio. So, Dave, thank you, man. Uh, As far as takeaways for me, I'm just jazzed to connect the world with uh, some of these cool people I'm meeting um, Mm -hmm. across the border. uh, I appreciate it. We we appreciate it, me and the listeners. And um, and Joyce is just, uh, what a pleasure. And I just love how... um, yeah, I found her way. I think that's a really yeah. kind of cool piece of it. You know, I mean, that's I mean, like in this kind of how things just start to come together and, and that idea. And I know this is kind of not related to B Corp, but the sabbatical, like, man, that's a no, great No, I'm stoked. Idea. I, I want to figure that out because yeah. we're all so stressed. I'm yeah. losing my hair. I'm like going bald. I'm, I'm really fat right now. And uh, <laughs> But I'm doing more things that I've ever done and I'm involved with so much stuff. And you and but I do it, this, this podcast. Yes, we make time for this. Are you having fun? Yeah, except wow, it, it comes at a cost. Yeah, it does. When you're like, but that's why I think sometimes you need that reset, the control alt delete, which maybe a half a year or a year would do. Imagine for a second, to to be to be fair to, to both of us. Imagine if we were crazy busy like you are and I I am, um, but we but we were doing something we weren't passionate about. Oh, but can you imagine? That would be soul destroying. So. so We will live our our sabbatical on a daily basis, Dave, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, 
visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening, and remember, keep that pot boiling. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on blasttheradio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's blasttheradio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter.